Hello, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. First and foremost, it's pouring with rain outside. We haven't had rain in ages, so if you do hear any rain sounds, it's either going to be quite calming or quite irritating. However, I do hope that the music in the background might counteract that. Either way. <laughs> um, but today I wanted to talk about knowing when it's time to create an intervention for your loved one who was struggling with addiction. And I think it's quite important to touch on this topic because it very rarely works out that it's up to you and that it's your choice and that is something that you have potentially got to get out of the way. It's always going to be up to the person who is struggling with the addiction and they've got to be at the point of this, you know, no return. They're the ones that have got to come to the realization that, you know what, it is time. Uh, you can deliver ultimatums, you can go through discussion after discussion. It is ultimately up to the person themselves. And that is where you've got to get yourself into a mentality where you're able to understand that it's not up to you, it's up to them. So it's really difficult, really, really, really difficult. But most of the time, Alex do get to that point. So it is very important to be that person that's there for them as a support because they will need you. As much as you might think they don't, <laughs> they do. They do. Sometimes it's just um, the substances that they're taking that can actually cause them to um, react the way that they do. Or sometimes, you know, they don't want to hear the truth or they don't want to have to go through particular situations to get to where they want to go to. But unfortunately, it is necessary. I mean, of course, there's rehabilitations which are available out there. But going through a detox, um, is very 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 important and going through this detox it's important to understand the substance or even food or whatever you're going through you need to understand it and you need to understand what it's doing to your body so that you can do other things to help with cravings etc like for example if you're addicted to particular drugs particular drugs do drain your body of um, certain vitamins and minerals etc so obviously we need to replace these and then once they're replaced that can all also eliminate the, the cravings so you know this is something that you can do with your loved one where you can um, go through a few options have a look at some multivitamins changing their diet the food that they need to have to replace these things which can also um, help with regards to the cravings staging interventions can actually work but you have to understand when the right time for this is uh, so somebody battling with substance um, you just use a disorder from in the past which can create their addiction which creates their behavior so it, it's just really difficult I mean there's some classic signs of addiction which is like dodgy behavior patterns that you can look out for and when you notice that something is amiss with that particular person your loved one your friend you know they're all loved ones to us because we care if you're in the position and you're sitting here listening to this now it's obviously because somebody who you really love is going through a situation so you know it's about their behavior and seeing shifts in their routine so another thing is increased tolerance have they been refilling their prescription medication uh, frequently do they need a few extra bottles of beer each night? Their body may be building up a tolerance. 
so they're they're able to handle more of the drugs of the drink of the food etc and you know the list goes on uh mental fog so they'll be forgetting things they'll be forgetting things and that would be something that's um very important to pick up and make a note of and if you can make a note of these things because you know when it comes to either an intervention or therapist or counselor or life coach that's going to be involved in this you know it's always good to pass this information on because an addict is not going to write these things down Another sad thing sometimes is the changes in appearance, you know, sometimes they stop looking after themselves or they their lazy days become lazy weeks, be, they become lazy months and, you know, they're not looking after themselves and their personal hygiene goes down the drain. So that is another thing to start looking out for and noting down. Enhanced emotions, that's another thing where they... Um, they could become extremely aggressive and that can be a telltale sign at you know being agitated defensive and um, they're not typically proud that they're doing drugs or addicted to something so to avoid feelings of shame many sneak out at night or choose to deny everything so being accused even silently can immediately set them off and um, they can you know explode it's it's not nice they're barely getting by <laughs> so drugs are not cheap they definitely aren't cheap and um, that is something where you see finances start depleting or they're struggling with their finances so that is something that you kind of need to look at um, and just explain that it's important that they get help because financially we need to get by and they can't rely on everybody but sometimes you as a person giving them the money to make them continue their addiction is also not advisable so if you cannot give your loved one the person you care for any money to buy their drugs they will feel the pinch a lot sooner and hopefully they will hit rock bottom a lot sooner which then escalates the healing process it's so important to heal but I do want to touch a little bit later on that it's very important to understand addiction and where it comes from and where it stems from and I will go into that but you might find your loved one quite isolated too so they tend to feel quite a lot of shame and then they tend to isolate themselves in their rooms or stop attending social events um, and become quite difficult to reach or find you know they just go within themselves and that is a quite a normal telltale sign uh, another thing is their well-being fatal drug overdoses are reported every day sometimes hourly interventions can be a very very effective tool at roping loved ones back into reality and uh, it might help save lives and reinforce a sense of community but um, choosing to stage an intervention or get somebody to come in and help you is never an easy choice it may feel quite stressful or like a form of betrayal 
um, and still your you know the fear of losing the person you love is greater than the anxiety of staging an intervention so it it's a tough one for the person dealing with their loved one who is struggling in this particular situation you probably find that you're not the only one thinking about this the more you talk about it you will hear that friends and other family members or will be also thinking the same and um, it might be quite a touchy subject but if you bring it up you'll probably get quite a lot of support from others there's um, quite a few interventions that you can either stage or do yourself um, but it does depend on the severity of the addiction and the personality of the the addict um, who is struggling So the first one is one-on-one with a loved one. Quite tough. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, But you do realise that they do have a lot of love and respect for the people who approach them about this, even though you need to bear in mind that they won't make it out this way. (laughs) So if you can handle it, one-on-one intervention, that is one way of dealing with it. And then there's a classic intervention where quite a few family members concoct a plan and they set up an intervention with somebody professional to be able to knock these tricky issues on the head and be able to kind of shift you in the right direction. Then there's a family system intervention. There's nothing more detrimental to a healing process than having other immediate family members hooked on the same substance. So these can be some of the most challenging interventions to achieve. Individuals with substance use disorders may support one another and struggle for the concerns um, of their loved ones. Still with the help of a professional, you know, these things are possible, but that one's a little bit more difficult. Then you've got interventions rooted in crisis. Recent non-fatal overdoses are often a wake-up call for the individual. Um, And uh, this kind of kicks in to seek help. However, they shouldn't really go on this road alone. Though research does prove that trauma of near-death experiences helps people battle a substance use disorder, it isn't always the case. What makes a true difference is the presence of loved ones. With the mindset of coaching them towards a clean life can be one of the greatest tools for them to use as on their road to recovery. I'd like to say it's never too late to form an intervention for your loved one or the person that you care for. Um, or every, or every day is a good time, in my opinion. But we need to understand the person themselves and we need to understand where these um, feelings have come from for them to have gone down the road of choosing a substance to almost self-medicate their particular situation and there will always be a reason they will always be upset about something from the past that would have caused them to use something to make them happy to then obviously now the addiction so there's a long road um, that they have actually walked to have got to the point that they are at at the moment so 
if you have to take all those steps back, which is obviously something that's really difficult, but it's also very good at under making you understand the person, which then also helps with your mindset and um, how you cope with that particular situation. I know it's not easy. It is really, really difficult. And that's what it's quite important to get the help that you need and I understand for example in the United Kingdom it's really difficult to kind of get people on board one-on-one -on -one. can be very expensive and there's lots of other things involved that can stop people from getting the help that they need also waiting lists they are incredibly long at the moment and um, a lot of the times that I don't want to knock the mental health system in the UK it's brilliant but it's also you know you kind of put it in into a room with lots of other people and then it's not one-on-one -on -one where sometimes some people require that one-on-one -on -one coaching or therapy or counseling to shift them into the right direction so it's a tough one it is really really tough but when you see that your loved one is after you've understood them obviously when you see them making the progress you know you have to tell them how proud you are of them because they need that they need that validation because this is something that they've probably been searching for for an extremely long time and they need it more than ever now and it needs to be upped the ante needs to be upped here so hopefully hopefully this podcast will help you understand your loved one it's not an easy journey but it won't be for the rest of your life once it's over and that is the most important thing and everything is absolutely possible absolutely possible if you need any help obviously i'm always around to be contacted i do a lot of talks for absolutely nothing i'm able to help anybody and then obviously get you onto a coaching program where i will speak to you one-on-one -on -one and help you through your journey that is what i'm here for that is what I'm qualified for. So by all means, um, contact me and I will never, ever not talk to you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I appreciate if you've listened this far. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Take care. Until the next series, I will speak to you soon.